I messaged you because I noticed that you're kind of, you know, you, you, your background is obviously in like powerlifting and everything, but you're getting mm-hmm. ready for a strongman competition, right? You're pre- you're like, yes. you're something like, I don't know. You're not nationals. How, how many, you're nationals. Okay. Because I've, I've been interviewing different people, but like I, it's, it's all, it's awesome when I get to interview somebody like you who's going down this training road. Cause this is different. This is not like traditional training approaches. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I've been doing strongman for, a, you know, I think like two or three years now yeah. and I've done nationals and the Arnold before. Oh, awesome. Um, Jesus. but yeah, it's way different than, um, powerlifting. Yeah. It's, it's so much more different than I gave it credit for. So is yeah. it, is it more like, um, well, just with the, the, like the, the implements and all the different tools you have to use. I mean, you got the stones, you got all kinds of like full body crap that, mm-hmm. that adds a different depth to fit. Do you think like regular people could actually take that training and do it in their daily lives? Or is it really more focused on that, that strong man approach? Yeah. I mean, I think that normal, you know, quote unquote, normal people can do it. I mean, yeah. normal people do CrossFit and I think it's, that's way adva- too advanced for normal people. Definitely. Um, you know, strong man, it is, has a higher rate of injury. It's heavy for sure. weights. You're doing crazy things, but if you're trained properly to do it, I mean, I think that it's a great training for anyone. I mean, like you should be able to, you know, cower over something and pick it up and your back not break. Um, <laughs> sure. your back, your back bends, it, it, there's flexion and extension and you should be able to, you know, with, with stand, you know, forces like that. So you can, I think normal people could do it like just white lighter. I mean, you even yeah. see in CrossFit now they're doing the sand carries like yoke and all these things, which is going to bring it a little bit more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think normal people can. Um, I mean, even now, I mean, like I'm 31 and I yeah. can't believe I'm saying this, but like, I am feeling like quote unquote older. Like, <laughs> I, can't, I feel like I can't recover as well yeah. as I used to. So it's hard training. It definitely is. But yeah, I think that the mainstream and, you know, your average show at the gym can implement some of those yeah, the, movements those in. Approaches. I mean, they're awesome. But they're just kind of with like weird equipment. But if you have a sandbag, you can do like everything with a sandbag. Yeah. A sandbag can... and a yoke. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's funny that you, you did mention like, yeah, the, those, those kind of workouts are finding their way into CrossFit. Cause it's like, yeah, every time I look back at like a new CrossFit games or some kind of CrossFit competition, they're adding all this crazy shit that comes from like a strongman competition, like with like the yoke, like they, they did that. I think they're doing, they did something, they have an implement called like the pig or something. And it's like a massive, brick uh, it's for for lack of a better definition so i don't know I, it's it's just it's it is working its way into other sports with like that that approach so right yeah. which is good for like the sports popularity and then also good for my job i mean yeah. like i make a living off just being a strength coach and that's so cool i feel like if crossfit didn't like blow up i mean i feel like people a lot of people like I get like just got introduced into the main list through CrossFit and yeah. they're like, man, I just want to be stronger. I don't really care about all this other stuff. Um, and so it's kind of a good funnel. So, and you, you guys, know, who uh, knows? but I like the, uh, with, and your company is Unchained Strength, right? You've got, mm-hmm. that's your, that's the name of it. Yes. So I, I was looking at your website too. You've got an awesome approach. You got the membership approach where you're like offering 
sort of a cheap membership or an inexpensive membership for mm-hmm. people to get access to that stuff. So I, I kind of appreciate that. Like that's not, that's not something I see every day because generally it's like a massive price for, you know, for one-on-one training or whatever. But I love what you guys do with the membership. Like immediately once I read it, I was like, oh, I would buy that. Like Jesus, that's perfect. So yeah, I, it's I think a, it's, cool. it's a, you get your bang for your buck. And you like do. that was you something do. you just started this last year. And it was because, I mean, you know, selfishly, like I like training groups. Yeah. I like the group atmosphere because um, they can, you know, the community can support each other as well. Obviously, I'm offering support, but like mm-hmm. people make connections, make friends. And that's like fun for me. And so kind of like I'm a really creative person, too. So like yeah. creating like the tutorials and like different themes and like fun things is fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the group is great. It attracts all the right people. And I want to grow it like huge. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I just also think it's like, it's a good option for people who maybe don't have the needs for one-on-one training or, um, or the means. So I just want to be, you know, I want you to be able to walk into a gym and like see you see someone else doing the unchanged uh, team unchained and you yeah. can make me friends. Like I want to be that big. It's not that big yet, but like, that's kind of my goal. But that's yeah. But that's still, I mean, that's, that's admirable because it, it seems like you're doing something different with group training. Like you're trying to redefine what group training is because I know that it, it, I guess here it's, it's a lot, it's a lot of the same stuff. Like you go to the YMCA or something and you do like a LaMille's class and, Uh and that's, that's as far as my brain takes it like with group training. So no, I like that you're creating like this connected system. So it's, it's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. No, I love that. But with, with you in developing this business though, did you, did you have to kind of develop your like popularity first before getting into unchained strength? Cause I think it, it, it's always confusing for me when you're building a business as like an influencer. Oh, it, know, it's to, so confusing. And I, and I get, you know, like, so sorry, I like cut you off. Cause I'm like, no, excited oh, about no, this no, question. Please, like, please go ahead. I've been really gone through it this year with yeah. like, because like my, quote unquote personal brand Krispy Kremes yeah. is more popular than Unchained Strength and it's because well one I mean I have put more time like I love Instagram like I put more time into Krispy Kremes mm-hmm. and for a while I was really shying away from Unchained Strength because I didn't really have a solid vision or message mm. um, and and I do want it to be more about my clients my people um, and I think it wasn't until just this year that, you know, especially being a business in a business and entrepreneur, like realizing, okay, what's more profitable. I mean, I would say Krispy Kremes is profitable because of sponsorships, Um, you know, but how much time do I put in there? Is it really that worth it? Um, And also what's going to be lasting and make more of an impact on people? I think Unchained Strength. So I put more time into Unchained Strength this last year and it's really grown and people are more excited about it. Now, is it huge? Is it a, uh, you know, um, a jug or not or yeah. hybrid? No, but I'm grown a lot and, um, it is confusing. It is double the work because there are some influencers that might be like, you know, be crispy strong or be, you know, um, mm-hmm. something like that. But I think mm-hmm. that one day it might die. It might, or it might, you know, transform. And I think unchanged strength is transformed between 
just one-on-one coaching to be like recently being like, all right, well that takes a shit ton of time. I spend so much time on my one-on-one clients and, um, you know, how many clients can I do, you know? And so just kind of evolving that. So that's been fun for me. But for a while I was like super like burnt out and like, just like creatively dead on it. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. And so I was putting more time into into just kind of ignoring the the brand a little bit and just like doing my one on one clients. But now that I have more of a reach with Unchained Strength because of the team, yeah, I put more time into it because instead of just like you know sending a video individually to my client, I you know I do that too with my one on one clients still, but I can create more content. Oh, I get for, it. You know, for ev- for everybody. Um, yeah it's just confusing and it's it's hard i mean it i second guess and question it all the time what i should be putting my um yeah time more into well yeah and and i think everybody who tries to get into instagram or wants to build some kind of presence on instagram will always have the question about scaling like how do you how do you go from the one-on-one training uh, you know, with, with Instagram or your Instagram and, and that's how you did it right in the beginning. Like you built up once you built that yeah. Krispy Kreme and, and presence. That wasn't, yeah. And that wasn't like a business decision. I didn't like try hard with the content. Mm-hmm. That was more be me being like younger and like I was personal training at the time. Like yeah. I was working like, I was at a gym called Rockwell Barbell in Chicago. I worked from like 5am, 8pm <sighs> training myself between like hustling. I was just posting my clients a lot of my stories, posting funny things and, you know, posting pictures and also exercises and whatever. Yeah. And I built my following like that. I built really fast. And I think honestly, I think it was easier back then to do. Um, and yeah. I was just having fun and I wasn't, you know, I was probably just being enjoying the likes and the attention, you know, yeah. like just growing, like, to be honest, it wasn't like me trying to monetize it. That just kind of so happens. I just once I became more business oriented, it was very awesome because I already had um, an organic following. Yeah. Although if I look at my demographics on my Instagram versus my email list and <laughs> my clients, yeah. it's pretty different now. You know, I still it 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 you know very so I'm trying to figure out who I'm talking to on both uh, these gotcha. platforms, and it's like so lately I've just been like you. Um, you know, not really caring as much about growing my platform anymore. It's like, yeah. Yeah. um, I mean, what does that mean? I just want to make sure that I'm still reaching the right people, which is the people who are coming to chain strength and trying to get help. I get it. Um, so it's, it is confusing. It's very weird. And it's like, it's very strange. My, my, my following hasn't grown in like about a year. Um, which wow. is like, um, that's really intense. like, so I can't figure it out. And it's like, I'm okay with it, but I'm also just like, what the fuck is going on? Like I've tried yeah. so many different things. I'm like, am I just like getting old and I don't know how to do like reels? Like I'm just so confused. Reels are confusing. But, and, I, and that yeah. makes you a little nervous for your personal brand, right? You're I like, okay, it. well, yeah. you know, cause I've been putting a lot of my sponsorship money into Unchained Strength. Mm. So, um, so it's just like a balance. But that's mean, good though. It, it's, it, yeah. it's weird. Yeah. I, do you think people have a chance? Uh, do you think it's harder nowadays to like grow your Instagram following if they, if they like just now got into it? Like posting I, similar content as an online or a... I like, think so. You think so? I agree. I'm with you on it that. It was like so fast and coming like crazy. 
and now I could lose a thousand and gain a thousand a week. Like, just like, yeah. And you're right. It's like you do. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Like even on, on a smaller scale, like me, like I still see losses. Like it's weird. And you're like, wow, people, people are real. Like there's waves. You you get like losses then you get gains. And then it's, it's, it's all, it's like this constant oscillation of, of followers and Jesus. Yeah. And honestly, it's kind of good for my mental state because like, I felt like when I was gaining so many, you know, a thousand followers a day, like I felt like I had to produce content like all the time and like, that's time consuming. (laughs) Like I've been putting a little more energy into like my other brands lately. So Mm -hmm. it was just like a little bit more pressure now. And that's like the worst, you know, the quote unquote worst thing could happen with in the Instagram world, which is just stop. Yeah. It's like, it happened. And like, it's okay. Like my business has survived. Like who cares? Like that's true. So it, it's, I do think it's harder. I feel bad because a lot of the successful businesses now it's because of, I mean like their big followings mm-hmm. has helped them a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think I'd be really stressed out if I was really focused on building my following right now because it's hard. I mean, I can't figure it out. I really can't. Yeah. Um, there's algorithms. You know, maybe, Jesus, yeah, yeah, I can't figure out the whatever. And you know, I'm not, so, I mean, I've literally tried everything and I'm like, you know, <laughs> like, what more? I mean, not like, not like desperately, but like experimented, like, okay, will this work? Will this work? Will this huh. work? And it's just weird. I can't figure it out. It could be, and it, it could be like posts. That I don't think that's great. Does really well. And a post that I think is stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And so weird. No, it's, it's, but I, I totally agree with you because I, I've seen when I look around at like other, you know, Instagram pages and everything that do have a pretty sizable following. It's funny because I've noticed that, that they haven't changed much in followers, like other pages that I've Mm -hmm. maybe, maybe tracked for a while maybe over like a year it's it's it seems like there's a, there's like a stall like there's like this a leveling out that just happened and and maybe and and you're adapting so you're taking you're taking that and you're you're like you're moving on to the next thing you're kind of like being adaptable with it so maybe from like the like your entrepreneurial aspect the entrepreneurial side if you adapt and you can you can roll with it maybe that's the way everybody should think about going, you know, instead of just continuing down that path. So. Yeah. I mean, if it's a thing, I mean, I guess like, I mean, you could adapt in a way of like saying like, okay, because I get all these um, subscriptions on yeah. my email, like, you know, you need to uh, marketing, you need to adapt with the trends. You need to, you know, try the trends that are whatever, you know, I guess yeah. like, you know, with the TikTok and the reels, there's so many different like <laughs> things you can do now. And I'm like, man, I wish I could, should I put effort into like keeping up with these things or, you know, I, should I just I wasting my time? Be like, I'm not, I'm not into it anymore. Like I used to be really yeah. into it. And now, um, and that aspect, I'm not as into, into you, it. I do don't know. Th- I just, yeah. Do you think you do TikTok? Are you thinking about like trying that out? I have a TikTok, cool. and, um, you know, I've posted a, like maybe like 10 things on there just like over mm-hmm. the last couple of years. And it's crazy how much like I won't think like think about it and like how much the following grows, but like I have my following on Instagram. I'm already very connected with. Like I have sure. my regular DMers. I have all my clients <laughs> who I know are getting my message. And it's like maybe I should be focused on like new business or whatever. But I'm just yeah. like, 
comfortable and like everyone else who knows my followers who know what I'm about, my message. And I'm just reiterating that, you know, whatever they <laughs> can sure. share it. And so, I mean, I wish I could just like hire someone to do it for me. Like, I just they don't probably care. Could. Yeah. It, I don't care. I think, I think more of a motivator for me. I mean, I does motivate me, but like, cause I want myself and my brand out there, but like, yeah. Man, it just seems like even like I've tried YouTube and it's like that's, oh, that's so, so much work. So and the hard. People who are successful on YouTube started like 14 years ago. Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like it might be the same thing with YouTube to be hard. Um, you know, if I'm thinking about trying to like, you know, be big in some platform, it's like, all right, well, I did it with Instagram, yay. That's good. Like, yeah. am I gonna be have a million followers? No. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- Let me just hopefully I just keep the good one good followers. That like, you know, yeah. whatever. Do you, do you have to, do you have to sift through like all the, the bad DMS and the good DMS? Cause I'm sure, I'm sure you run into that problem where you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all that I do. Crap. And that's why it's good that I have, um, like I use a train heroic app for all my like, uh, one-on-one and like team clients. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Because I just tell them, I'm like, if you want to ask me something, ask me there. Like, that's smart. Yeah, like, that's, that's DM, cool. You can DM me memes, but like, I might not see it. Like, if you have a question or a video or anything, you send me there because like, I I like just have to like mentally block out a lot of Instagram anyway. Just For sure. Like, eh. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stay away from it, I guess, from with all the noise and everything. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called? You call it Train Heroic? Is what you said? Yeah. It's- Mm-hmm. Train it's called Train Heroic. Heroic. Okay. So I've used like other, pla- I've used a platform called True Coach. Okay. It used to be called Fitbot. Um, and then I use Train Heroic now just because Heroic. I like the way it tracks the um, people's maxes That's really a- easily. Whoa. It's just. Yeah. Yes. That's- so I really like it. They've been really growing fast. I've been reaching out to a lot of coaches online to, mm-hmm. you know, put out the programs or teams and stuff like that too. Um, you could track your own workouts there. So. That's why I like it. Um, yeah. Easier than having my own app right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's it's doing it better than I could do it. So yeah. Um, well, the yeah, the the whole app development thing too that just costs an arm and a leg. Like if you yeah. if you hire somebody to do that, like it's a it it's a it's a thing. It's a massive thing. Like right. I've looked into it before, and it's entirely. God, it's, it's, it's almost, it's almost like you, you wonder if you should just learn how to do it yourself and then go down that road. (laughs) Like, like, even though it would take forever, part of you just wonders if you should do it that way. You know, I don't know. Well, that's how I pretty much done everything. I kind of did everything myself with my business. And now I'm like, man, I should have just hired someone. (laughs) (laughs) I should have just, yeah. Yeah. It's like the app thing would just take me so long. It would turn out so bad. Oh, I know. But I mean, there are, if you're a smart person, you're good at that kind of stuff. Like totally. Yeah. Like if that's like your thing, like you're like tech savvy and go for it. And I know you're, you're a fan of, um, you're into like Renaissance periodization, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 They, they have, have their app. They have their app. Do you, do you like it? What do you think about it? Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I I um I did like a video on it one time just telling people to set it up just because I like it. I think it's for people who already have a background in like um tracking macros. Yeah. Um and so they don't get overwhelmed. I think no matter what you do to try to lose weight or gain weight, mm-hmm. if you don't plan ahead like if you wake up the morning of and you're like i'm using rp strength app 
yeah. you open it up and you're gonna be like, what the fuck? Like it is a lot. Um, it is. So that's why I kind of like brought people through it. But uh, the most successful cuts I've had have I've been using had been using the app. Um, and so for me, that works. The templates, I couldn't like I would always fall off track. Yeah. So I think it's for a certain type of person. There's people that I say, okay, first you should read this book. Okay. And then you should use the app. And then sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, like you're a pro, go use the app. But if there's some people who like don't want to do the work to like sit down for an hour and plan out their stuff for the, you know, their cut, yeah. it's not going to work for them. Like I feel like there's, it'll weed out the people really fast who like don't want to plan. It's yeah. It, cause it, cause you're right. When I, when I opened it up, like I appreciated it, it's, it really, you're right. It's so it's set up for you to really dedicate your time to macro counting right. and, and mm-hmm. follow it meal to meal, snack to snack and, and mm-hmm. log all this stuff. And I'm a lazy son of a bitch. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. I just fell off like immediately because I'm like, I don't feel like you want to be, that. you want to be a, if it fits your macros type of person, like oh, yeah, put in fitness pal sure. at the end of the day. And a lot of people are so used to that and like that. Yeah. And that's totally fine. And this kind of puts meal timing up there too, which yeah. is like, you know, a little, like it's not, not important, but it's not as important as overall calories your mm. macros. Um, but that, but that's why I like it just because when I'm cutting, like my calories are pretty low. My metabolism's just like yeah, super shitty. So, um, you know, I'm like, I need my carbs around my, my workouts, you know? So um, it's, so it, and it, I also think it's for people who can't afford a nutrition coach. It's true. like super affordable. And I think that's awesome. But also, like you said, it can be like, you're like, oh shit. Like, it's not going to just tell me all my macros. It's going to like tell me what to eat all this time. And like, I work at home all day. I can, you know, I meal prep on Sundays. I have all my meals ready and all this stuff. Like, so it's a little bit easier for me. Mm -hmm. I could understand how people with lives could be overwhelmed. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I, I liked how you put that. It's, it's for, it, it, it helps you go through intense cutting processes or bulking processes without an expensive nutrition coach. So it like mm-hmm. fills that gap. And I, and I saw that too, because yeah, it, it tracks everything. Your, your sleep is tracked. Like it's, it, it's, it's so in depth. So I do appreciate, and the results mm-hmm. are freaking amazing. Like Jesus, all the, all the pictures I see of people doing it pretty, I mean, pretty intense results. Like if you stick to it, Man, yeah, what, what and that's the thing. thing. It's like they're they're like this is this is gonna work for you, but it's like you have to do it, and yeah. it can be you know for me it might take me like three weeks to totally be on track mm-hmm. with it, um, just to get more of the hang of it again and yeah. be serious with it, just because it is, oh, it's a lot of work, and that's it just is. what it is. It sucks. <laughs> I mean, I spend <laughs> all day Sunday meal prepping. It feels like we're like doing dishes, cutting like. Me and my boyfriend Gary just all day, like yeah. he's cutting the chicken. I'm cooking the chicken, cooking the vegetables, or washing all the dishes. Like it takes forever. It takes forever. <laughs> Are you thinking about um, ever doing going to the stage, like doing a, a bodybuilding or a figure competition? So uh, I've seen a lot of people switch gears. Like yeah. I feel like the like the last year has really shaken up people's goals, and um, you know I already kind of had my goal shaken up enough for me when I went from powerlifting to strongman. Sure. Um, lately, like more, I've been like more into like what my body looks like in aesthetics, 
but not to the point where I'd want to do, um, I think if you do those things, you have to really want it. Mm-hmm. Like I, if I, you, I have to really want to do figure and diet down and like, I'm awful when I'm hungry. I'm just like so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and lately and all, and also, I don't think it's like the healthiest thing, not saying strongman's healthy, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to say never say, you know, I'm not going to say never, but, um, cause who knows? I've learned to never, like never say never. Yeah. <laughs> like, I might just be so sick of strongman and want a new challenge. Sure. I think that's what a lot of people are doing. Um, or they're already dual, dual athletes, but uh, I, get I don't want it enough. Um, but I do want to continue to try to look better or what I, what I deem as better. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. And I mean, have a good body shape and maintain a level of leanness and look athletic, but I, uh, you know, it'd be cool if one day have abs for a second, <laughs> but like, I don't want it enough at all. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just, so I'm like, look what I think is good and keep looking better. Like be like a hot 40 year old, 50 year old and keep going. But I'm not going to say never. Cause I think I always want to be competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be a different Avenue to be competitive. But I just like don't want to at all. Yeah. So it, so it could come as a result of just simply wanting something different as opposed to. Yeah. yeah. And being like done with like, you know, a lot of people are kind of sick of like maybe they had an injury or something. And yeah. And it's not, but that's the thing. It's like bodybuilding is not easier. It's just like not going to like, maybe you're not probably not going to get like as hurt mm-hmm. deadlifting, um, you know, or doing a stone load of how many ever pounds, you know? Yeah. But yeah, for sure. It's but still very taxing and like, you know, take like what I do now takes me away from some of like the joys of life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like let's say I'm cutting for something and I go on vacation. Like I'm not going to be like, eating cake if I want to. And if <laughs> I did bodybuilding, I'd be still not be able to eat the freaking cake. Exactly. It's like, so oh, I don't know. Nice. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's also probably a different way to go. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for everyone who's, who's doing that right now. It's but, also, it's a different crowd too. I don't know how the crowd is like, I've done a couple physique shows and just, just mm-hmm. bucket list type of shit. And you know, the, the crowd at these shows, it is very much like solo. It's all just you and you, you don't get a whole lot of camaraderie. So I don't know if that's, if it's similar with a strongman competition, but I've always kind of shied away. You know, I, I stopped just because I, I didn't like all the anger. Like it just seemed like there was a lot of pissed off people (laughs) so i've heard that from so many people and i'm like oh my god i'm having a great time like at least like you know during storming competitions everyone's kind of nice and then afterwards everyone's like hanging out and having a great time yeah so fun not the case and that's how powerlifting was and it's just like everyone's eyeballing you hungry like thinking you're like you know they wanted to kill you and Mm -hmm. you're like man so i don't know i it doesn't seem fun to me no it's not. Um, I do respect it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, also there's been so many people dying lately and I'm true. like, not where I think I'd ever be that extreme and who knows why they are. I don't know. You say, I don't know anything about, I don't know anything about bodybuilding. Yeah. So I don't know, but like I follow generation iron on Instagram and like yeah. every day it seems like someone's dying and I don't know why it could be so many different reasons, but I'm mm. like, it scares me. And I don't think I'd ever, if it is, prep related for these people i don't think i'd ever be that serious enough where i'd you know go that far with it 
go that far, but I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not trying to like um, assume anything because they don't ever put the reasons of the death, but um, yeah. But yeah. I mean, I just, and lately I've been really into like being healthier, mm. <laughs> like super like fit chicky where, <laughs> um, well, I mean, you know, it's taking cool. my supplements, making sure I have sleep, making sure I'm breathing, like going to yoga once a week. So it's like, I'm yeah. trying to get like well and as much as I can while doing an extreme sport what what's your what's your supplement stack right now so oh my god there's so many it's um there's vitamin e d fish oil enzymes um adk okay um magnesium trace minerals um fish oil wow vitamin b yeah. Different vitamin Bs, all that stuff. So I found out I hypothyroidism. Okay. And I'm working with a doctor who's a naturopath who, um, you know, said that there's obviously, you know, you can't really mm-hmm. cure it, but you can help support your thyroid or give your body what it's missing. Yeah. And um, like I've been kind of pumped with medicines my whole life. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to give my body a better shot. Mm-hmm. And, um, Especially if it's affecting my performance, because obviously that's like my main motivator. <laughs> For sure. So yeah. Um, yeah, just like you know, um, going gluten free, trying okay. to maintain my stress levels, and all these things can help your symptoms of hypothyroidism. So that's kind of my my motivator. Do you think that too many people just go down the road of being gluten free without maybe going through the process you did of finding out about hypothyroidism and, and like really kind of doing the the figuring out the knowledge first before going into just being gluten-free what's your probably because i think because i've always been a person who has been like you know there's no bad foods you know yeah eat eat whatever you want fits your macros eat enough nutrients whatever but i've learned and so i think that yeah there's so many stupid diet things out there so i think a lot of people might just jump on the you know the boat with no gluten and mm-hmm. like demonize it. But I don't think that's true for everyone. Now there are some doctors that say no gluten for everyone. There's some doctors that say, um, be gluten. You can be, you should, you can eat gluten unless mm-hmm. you, you know, have hypothyroidism or sensitivity or an intolerance. Um, okay. So there could be, and, and you know, I don't, I still don't think it's, I personally don't think it's evil. Yeah. I just know that a little bit more of the science behind it. Like, um, how your body reacts to it if you have um, the low the low uh, T3. So it is um, – so for me, I mean, has it changed my life? No, but I'm going <laughs> to – I'm trying to do everything I'm told to give myself the best shot. Yeah. You know, like if this is going to help, you know, I'm going to try it. it. I can retest later. I'm going to see if it helps. I mean, it's not that hard to give up gluten. Like, yeah, and, and I agree with you. You eat rice and oats, like – Cool. I already eat that every day. The only thing I'm not eating is like cookies on the weekend. (laughs) Which might be like the hardest thing ever. Like somebody bakes a fresh batch cookies. cookies. You're like, what the hell? I know. I love cookies. (laughs) Is that like your, that's like your go-to sweet for the most part? Yeah. I love cookies. Yeah. People always think donuts. My Instagram name is like, no, I love cookies and I love bagels and I love ice cream. Mm. I love sweets. 
Uh, yeah, I guess the donut thing would would make sense with the whole Christmas. Makes sense. <laughs> guess, yeah, uh-huh. it's stupid. You get, you'll just get stuck whatever Instagram name you have forever. It just happens. Yeah, there's like a bacon and barbells Instagram page or something. Yeah. So I, it's yeah. So every time I look it up, or, or you look it up on on Google or something, I'm sure they'd show pictures of like bacon and barbells, like they would. Oh know, yeah, it's something like that <laughs> shit. Yeah, so I looked. Yeah. I looked up Krispy Kreme, and I'm like, of course, Krispy Kreme donuts popped oh, up yeah, first. Like, thing. of course, yeah, right? You know. Yeah, oh, that makes me nervous. Like googling, <laughs> googling my name, like what pops up? <laughs> donuts. You're like, well, okay. Donuts. Worst things could All appear. Right. <laughs>